Hello, listeners. This is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk for Sunday, February 10th, 2019. We are two days away from PSG versus Manchester United at Old Trafford, and wouldn't you know who won the pony? Another PSG player has gone down to injury. Actually, two players in this case. In the game against Bordeaux yesterday, we lost Edinson Cavani to a right thigh injury, or a right thigh or a right upper thigh injury. And we lost Tomas Munier to a concussion. Now, Munier will probably be back in about a week or two. Edinson Cavani, well, who the hell knows? And that's kind of how it's been the last month. Like, just injury upon injury upon injury upon injury. There's a snake bit aspect to all of this where you just sort of start to feel sorry for yourself. And it's like, oh, well, we, you know, we have this great team, but then something happens. Either the refs happen or an injury happens or something always seems to happen. And then it, you know, it, it leads to the excuse making. And then we go at it and we try again the next year. And while that's all great and fine, I'm, I still think this team is capable of getting a result against Manchester United. I, I just don't think they're that great. I think a lot of this has been uh, kabuki-ish on their part, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of uh, smoke and mirrors in a sense. Like, they're playing better. They're not much different than they were. They're just playing their better players like Jose Mourinho wasn't doing. And they're, you know, they're scoring more against really bad Premier League defense. And that's okay. That's fine and dandy. But PSG are still a high-quality side, even without some of their best players. And they have some good news. Marco Verratti looked fine in the game against Bordeaux, which was really kind of a snooze fest of a game. The the goal was on Edinson Cavani's penalty, which he got injured on like let's you know let's let's be clear about that he gets injured not on contact not because the refs didn't protect him but because he pulled his he I guess the the uh the official word was that there was a tendon pull in his right hip so in taking the penalty he kicked it so hard that he almost tore his quad and his hip like that you can't even make that up. And after that, after he goes off, it's pretty much just play some defense. Bordeaux never really got close. They had like one chance that Buffon saved. It's really a nondescript game to even like talk about. So I'm not gonna really get into it. This is why this kind of intro isn't gonna be all that long. It's just to get back to where I was going before I went off on my tangent. You can't keep making excuses. And yeah, there are legitimate reasons for PSG to lose against Manchester United on Tuesday. There are very legitimate reasons. They're losing Neymar. They don't have Meunier's depth. They don't have Cavani, blah, 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 blah. But at some point, as a team, you have to overcome the adversity. And they've done a good job this year of overcoming some adverse situations. They didn't have Marco Verratti at uh, Anfield for the first leg against Liverpool, and they survived. 
They didn't, you know, they weren't blown out. They weren't destroyed. They weren't demolished. They lost, and they didn't look very good, but they they were close to getting a result from that game. They pulled the one off late against Napoli. One down 2-1. Angel Di Maria saves them in the last minutes. They go to Napoli and get a draw. They, with their season on the line, defeat Liverpool at home. And then they go into Red Star Belgrade, a place where that team hadn't lost in like years and years and years, apparently. And they get a result fairly easily. And this is all, you know, this is all fine and dandy. Like, it's good to do it, but they have to show they can do it in February, March, and April. And that's where we are right now. And it's going to be a lot more difficult for them to do that. But we can't just give up and just sort of start with the excuse making and look for the ways out as a fan base because that can happen at times. And I just really, I would really appreciate, and I'm sure most PSG fans, it's just support the team right now. They're going to give 110% effort, I think. I don't think under Tuchel effort in big games has exactly been a problem Sometimes they've been outplayed, but I don't think there's been an effort issue like maybe in recent past. They're going to bring effort. They're going to bring intensity. They're going to play hard. I still think they get a draw out of this game. I think it's going to be 1-1 or 2-2. I just don't I, – I just – I'm not impressed with Manchester United. What can I tell you? But it's going to be a lot harder, and at some point, you got to overcome these things. If you're going to be a great team – Great teams overcome this stuff. They just do because they have a culture that is built on not making excuses, not looking at referees, not looking at, you know, injuries. They just bring guys out and expect them to perform. That's what great teams do. I'm going to use American football here as an example. The Patriots lost a lot of guys this year. They lost some key elements to their team. You know what? Next man up, they kept playing. And it's not the severity of what PSG are going through just by the, the level of talent that's on the you know on the injury list right now. But at some point, you just have to do it. And I keep repeating myself because I feel like I just need to stress that. Nobody's going to feel sorry for Paris Saint-Germain. They're just nobody's feeling sorry for, for the fans, for the players, for anybody. Nobody feels sorry for anybody. This is football. It's a cold business. They don't care. Nobody cares that PSG have guys injured. It's not going to be an excuse. Don't make it an, an excuse. Just go out there and play hard and get a result. And that's what they have to do. They have to be professionals. And professionals go out there and they don't make excuses. They don't whine and complain. They just do what they need to do. And I'm starting to hear a little bit of complaining from Tuchel, but again, not to the level of when he what he did in that uh after that Marco Verratti injury where I just thought it was unprofessional but he you know he's he's trying to hold it together he's not always the most uh deadpan kind of guy he some he tends to wear his emotions on his sleeve but this is where he has to be a real leader and real leaders lead and they don't make excuses they go out there and they play and they get their guys to play that's what needs to happen here they're, they need to go out there and give 110% for 90-plus minutes and commit to defending and commit to countering and being a good, balanced, solid team. 
They can do that. It's just a matter of believing it and not looking for a way out. So this is not what the majority of this show is going to be. As you see, if you've looked at the time uh, that this show goes, it's going to go for around 40 minutes or so. The rest of this show is going to be an interview that I did yesterday with Pierre and Yuri of PSG Club New York. Yesterday for the Bordeaux game, I went down to the city and I talked with two of the uh, preeminent members of the club. Yuri has been with the club for a couple years now as their social media director and sort of uh, kind of their business guy. And Pierre has been with the PSG Club New York since pretty much the inception. Um, he is uh, the chant leader at the club. He is the, uh, he is, I, I wouldn't say historian, but he's got the, he has the history, he knows the history of the club. And in this interview, you'll get the history of the, of PSG Club New York. And uh, as I will say, and they will say many times, if you're in New York City and you're a Paris Saint-Germain fan and you want to see the game with people like you who love the club, who followed the club for years, who have a passion for it, go to Legends Bar. It's right across from the Empire State Building. It can't be any sort of simpler than that. It's an easy place to get to. It's on West 633rd Street. You go down to the basement and if the game's going on, you'll probably be able to hear them singing and chanting. It goes on for the basically the full 90 minutes. It's like you're at the Parc des Princes, only you're in a small um, basement in the middle of Manhattan. It's a lot of fun. Um, I uh, made myself a member after going because I'm obviously I'm from New York and I should be. <laughs> Um, I should go down there more often, and I probably will. Maybe not all the time, but I'll be going down there because it is a, it is an amazing atmosphere. Now, I want to say beforehand, um, we are in a bar, so the quality of audio is not top notch. You can hear them, Yuri and Pierre, but you're going to hear a lot of background noise. They. Just be aware of that, and it'll be fine. You'll be able to hear them. You'll be able to hear me. It's a good conversation, and at the end of this piece, I am going to include a couple of the chants that they did in the uh, in the game, so you'll be able to sort of get an idea of what the atmosphere sounds like when the uh, when the PSG Club New York is in full throat. So. Uh, I'll get you to that. Let me just plug uh, PSG Talk on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, follow the podcasts, PSG Talking, which I was on this week with um, Guillaume and uh, PSG Tourist. Interesting show, a lot of fun, some technical issues that we had to fight through, but it's uh, it's a very good sort of stream of conscious show. Um, I will be on... Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, with a review of the Man United PSG game. Remember my rule: no social media until the uh, until the next day for Champions League. So you probably won't hear much from me on Tuesday, but you'll get the podcast, and then I'll obviously talk about it in length with many different people afterwards. So um, 
Also, let's do the Patreon page. Uh, go to PSGTalk.com and subscribe to our Patreon page. Um, we are selling Farmers League Champion t-shirts. Um, make sure you subscribe to the tier that offers the t-shirts, and you will get one. So, um, without further ado, let's uh, head to the main part of our show and join my interview with Pierre and Yuri of PSG Club New York. I'm here in Legends Bar in New York City um, with... Pierre and Yuri of PSG Club New York. Guys, how are we doing today? They're pretty good. Very Actually, good. the place where we usually watch the game is called the New York Football Factory, which happens to be downstairs. And I know, um, and I know that you know when you saw the place, you told me it's all about soccer. It's right. It's all about you know the color of different clubs here, and that's why we decided to follow Jack, which runs the uh, clubs. For friends, you know, which runs all this uh, organization, the passion about soccer and uh, different clubs are here. Jack was decided to move from another place, which we belong, so we met him. It's called Nevada Smith, and decided to uh, we followed him here when he moved here, and we had a lot of. Uh, at the beginning, it was not at all like this. It was much more like a corporate corporate place downstairs for events. And excuse me. And little by little, we were. He added more TVs. He added more like posters. He had more jerseys, scarves, and everything. So now we call this the New York Football Factory. So we've been since here about I would say 2000. You have to ask Jack this exactly, but I think it's 2011, maybe something like that. And just an explanation on Jack is the proprietor of the bar downstairs yes he runs the thing you know uh, he doesn't own the bar the bar but he runs the whole thing about the different clubs and you have various clubs here that are settled here and usually all the fans come that belong to the fan clubs come here to watch their games which could be also interesting because when you meet one of those clubs like Chelsea for instance is a is a major club here I think it's the largest English group so um, when we meet them in the Champions League, it gets very interesting because we got uh, very passionate games. They could be sometimes even like a borderline, you know, uh, back to the a lot of shuffling and things like that. But you should stay in line, but you know, it all depends, you know, how you treat the passion here and stuff like that. So it's pretty good. Yuri, how did you get started with all this? So I'm I'm from France originally. Um, I moved in Miami five years ago. And um, everything started over there for me uh, with the PSG in America. I've been a PSG fan forever. I was born a PSG fan, and since then, you know, I've been trying to watch all the games. Over the past six years in the States, I didn't miss that much games. And um, back in those days in Miami, we launched the PSG Academy Florida. So I've been involved with the organization, the PSG itself, for like a good three years. And a good buddy of mine used to live in the city like 10 years ago and when I when he when he discovered that I was moving in the city he told me oh you should definitely join these guys and you will see by yourself the, the passion uh, and it will be probably the last time in Miami that you will watch a game on your own at home and um, since November 2017 when I came in New York actually I never watch any game at home yeah. every game I come to the football factory I meet with my buddies and actually, I received a warm welcome here in New York. And, you know, it's all about a family, actually. And it's really nice because you get, a, you get a chance to meet your friends once a week. They are never late. You don't have to text them. You don't have to say, hey, guys, we meet here and there to see them. You, 
spend some time with them, you share the passion of the PSG, we sing, we drink. That's amazing. Back to the history in 2006, uh, the president of the club, actually he's not here today, is, uh, his name is Julian Stein. Uh, he used to follow, to live in France and follow PSG, was a regular party France. In 2006, he was watching a game in the previous bar and uh, got sent it here and said, well, he saw the Marseille group at the time that belonged there, said, how come PSG doesn't have a group here? So because at the time we used to show to to to, to uh, basically uh, to see all the games over there, and he decided to create a PSG. Obviously at the time, Jack at the time who was over there told me before I have to set PSG as a club, I have to ask the Marseille group if it's okay. And the Marseille people said okay. So we joined in, and I joined the club but three or four months later, and uh, basically I got into more into with the fans and tried to recruit people, talk about you know we have a club and also what I like to do myself in the group my input is like to lead the songs to chants I love to do that I love to basically gather people talk to the people that come for the first time what they expect from the group what they could you know expect from the other fans exactly so we try to build as, as Yuri said community here and I was telling you uh, you know it's a sense that you see guys here that come here once a week just for the game talk about the body club we saw people that here come as you said for the family because what's great about this you don't have to make an appointment say i'm going to meet you with my friend or not you come to a pigeon okay out of your 10 friends or 15 20 friends you have here 10 may be there others may be there you never saw some surprise that who's there who's not there you never know but it's always, always you find a good opportunity to meet some friends or to do something after you know then after that we have a drink here or we can go out to a restaurant people can do that so people just here watch the game and just go home because the movie it's all about flexible you know and some people are just there for social you know that's it or some people just come to the club because they just knew in new york they more or less fan of PSG, but if I'm, maybe I could get good contacts to help me to find a job or whatever. You have all kind of things. And you have more, I would say, that basically the, the some foreigners that come here, they're not necessarily French. The club is still very much French in terms of the base of the, let's say, you have about, I was 80% of like French, French people. People that lived here now has been there in the US and decided to stay or being here for like more permanent time you know a long time oh you have some visitors that come here and sometimes they visit once or twice and they happen to in their job to move to new york and they come to the club more often so we have all the kind of, and you have some people that come here they send by the company for two or three years in new york and i'm sure they go back and when we go to paris and visit we're still in touch with them and we see them over there and it's like a little family that's why you see the psg new york club uh you know PSG club new york sorry scars Oh no, like you know, on the game away in uh, in Liverpool, you saw those those scarves. You saw those games in uh, anywhere, like in Arsenal, you saw those scarves. You know, anywhere, which it could be a friendly game or it could be a, a like an official game. You see the fans that been to the PSG Club New York over the Oscar. Like basically, we have we sell a bit of uh, as a story here. We sell a bit of like you know, uh, we have scarves, we have T-shirts. But that's all only here. We don't sell on the internet. We are a non-profit. Basically, for us, it's good. You want to buy a product because you leave the experience of PG Club New York, which is about singing, the community, and make live the passion we have for this club here in the U.S. Yeah, and I, I can I can tell just I walked in here about uh, 9:30ish. You got it's it's live. It's uh, it's it's Europe in a uh, 
it's Europe in a uh, basement. You've got Chelsea supporters, you've got Dortmund supporters, you got United supporters, and we have the little corner right where we got our we got our little support group. And I just want you guys to talk about what it's like to be here every week and watch the games with your friends, with family. Just what's the atmosphere like being in that sort of in that kind of environment? That's that's something that's something that I discover actually from from time to time. The atmosphere actually, the le- the football factory which is in the basement of the legend in New York City is our Parc des Princes. It's where we gather, it's where we sing, it's where we drink, and the atmosphere sometimes it gets super warm. We have the drummer that is coming. We have a, a fan of the of the club that is a drummer, so he's coming with the drums. He's playing the drums. We are singing for like 90 minutes. And sometimes we, are, we, we make more sound here and more noise here than in the Parc des Princes, actually. And it's a very friendly atmosphere. It's very good. And, and Pierre just mentioned about the rivalry that we might face, you know, when we play a Champions League game against Chelsea. And it's cool because you have really the feeling that we are in the stadium, actually. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing we try to do, to recreate the, uh, the atmosphere. We like you watching the game live. We are watching the game live. But also we try to participate and hopefully if we have a passion strong enough that we sing the song loud enough, maybe they can hear us. That's the illusion we have in Park de Prince or in the stadium away. Or maybe like you know Wednesday, you know, you have some people singing songs and maybe we can hear them all the way to Old Trafford. You know, that's basically what what we're trying to do. Actually the game is on Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah. It's yeah. not Tuesday. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's gonna snow Tuesday too. Yeah. Well, you know, it's here we really try to say about you know what the passion about so it's have some games are not good we try to basically you know to still you know have the uh, the commitment and the fact that we're happy to be together eventually you know to be together we came to the same place and whatever happens at the end of the, the outcome of the game it's still good for us to be here at to share that you know our passion to share our support PSG and just that for that is already a good a good uh, reward just to be here and, and for, for instance on on Wednesday of last week we played the Coupe de France I came here we had six fans coming it's not a, like a lot but still it's a midweek game it's a run of 16 of the Coupe de France and still you have people showing up just to share the passion of the club like the, the passion of being here together, singing, having a beer, discussing about the PSG. And it's more, as, as Pierre said, it's more than just coming just to see the game and attend the game, actually. We are here to cheer for PSG. Yeah, and really, that's why whenever you want to come here, and that's why I encourage all of you have any PSG uh, friends that will listen to this show, they leave, you know, I know we know with there are some other PSG, uh, PSG club in Los Angeles, in uh, Chicago, uh, in Miami, um, in Toronto, in Washington, and all those guys, when you listen to the show, if you come to New York and there's a PSG game that they please do us a favor, just come and share this, because that's what we want. I mean, you know, and you, I think you'll have a great time with us, and we'll be more than happy. Please introduce yourself, make sure that you come here, and you know, and, and if you can bring, you know, those suitcases, you know, those scarves from your club, or those scarves from PSG, it's even better, 
But anyway, we welcome everybody, and that's what we want to share. That PSG is basically known, and you see now more and more just of PSG across the U.S. And I think you know we want to be recognized as one of the big clubs, you know, in the world, and we are ready. But I think you know it's still in the U.S. We still have to get out of basically the big cities and to make sure that you see PSG jersey almost everywhere. And also, and also, if you feel lonely in the big city and you are a PSG fan, come here. You will get a family right away. <laughs> yeah, and I'm already having a good time. The beer's good. Great atmosphere in this bar, whatever level of the bar you're in. <laughs> right now we're up at the we're up in the ceiling. Um, just your relationship with the with the club itself. I know you guys have made trips over to to France to go uh, watch games live at the Parc des Princes. Just kind of talk about you guys and how you've grown a relationship and be sort of an official supporter group over. Because you guys are an official supporter group. Yes, that, that, that's correct. I mean, we the club was created even before 2000, before PSG thought about international development, about this uh, promoting or supporting black foreign clubs. And it was, we always were here. So obviously when PSG decided to make a more commitment to us, you know, PSG club all around the world, which they call fan club actually now. Uh, so basically they decide to, they, they, uh, they meet with us. And um, we always been like trying to have Basically, we have a good relationship with them. They leave us to do whatever we want here in the PSG. They're not here to impose, you know, this is what you should do, this is what you should promote and stuff like that. This is, we run our club the way we want. And on the other hand, they get to see, like when we go to Paris, a United Club that comes to Paris and visit as a PSG New York club, you know, they come to Paris and they can promote that around for the other clubs as well. So it's a good reason we got back and forth. We had now also, we have a rep office here for the PSG in New York. The beginning was the tension a little bit because, you know, the head, the president of the club happens to have, I would say, a little bit of, I would say support or somehow support of Marseille, which from some fans was not really easy. So, but we came to a good entente. Now we good, we work with them. We had good relationship with them. We invited two different promotional events that PSG is trying to do here, and we're always included. So we're very gracious for that, and we thank uh, Jerome for this. You know, it's something that we are, uh, you know, very uh, thankful for. And on the other hand, he was invited here a couple of times. Uh, so it's like a good outcome for us. I mean, basically, it's a good relationship because. They need us in a way, and we need them. You know, it's like, you know, and there's no way, why would we have to fight? We're all here for our passion for PSG. They have a more, probably more commercial approach. We are more like, probably more like I would say, okay, you know, we're here. We just basically sell little material t-shirts and scarf. It's just, we don't make money, we're non-profit. It's just for us to mark that, you know, you can sell a souvenir to the fans that come here. Or if you're a member of the club, you want to sign a recognition of like a scarf that makes you feel that you're part of a, of a group. So we have those two kind of uh, uh, things going on. Um, so in addition to all that, and I, I, I do agree with Pierre, I, I saw the PSG as an academy, so work, working for the PSG actually, and now I'm on the other side with, with these guys and uh, with the club, with my club here in New York. And when was that? Last year, the PSG decided to name a, a managing director in the US that's supposed to represent the club and enhance the image of the club. So he's trying to help the club, the club like the PSG itself, to grow. So he's uh, working with us, he's working with the other PSG clubs. And actually, um, in a few weeks, I'm going to Paris for Manu, 
and on my end and it was the same for these guys when they went to see Nantes uh, in December actually it's like a partnership with the PSG when we need something from them we can ask if they can answer the needs they will do whatever it takes for them to, uh, to help us and actually when they went to Nantes, I was not here, but when they went to Nantes, they had a, like authorization to see the warm-up on the field. Yeah. They were uh, singing and sitting with the, with the PSG yeah. fans at the Cup. With the Cup, and yeah, actually, so that was the, great. The PSG knows that we are here to support the club, mm -hmm. but also they are here to help us being more close to the club as much as they can. And the relationship is like really close with them, especially with New York City, like the fan club. Yeah, because we have here regular fans, obviously. I mean, we're part of the largest group in, uh, in North America. And so, and we are very committed. We have, if you think now the game is going to be starting in uh, like 25 minutes, you probably have people singing more and stuff like that. It's something that's not the clubs because they're like less numerous or they have less people. They don't sing systematically. Well, they, well, well, they, they are less passionate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. We are basically we try to do the you know the thing and but it's part of what also people expect when they come here. Even they visit, they hear that you know on the social networks. So come to PSG club and you say you have a good time and stuff like that. And so it, it's for us. But the relationship with PSG is very important. I mean, where we're welcome from by. PSG, you know, officially, when we saw the game in Nantes, well, like, you know, they arranged us for us to, like, you know, uh, to sit together, obviously, then we were able to watch the players warm up, you know, which is rare, they had a few interviews, took a few pictures, then they managed with the fans, they have the, the cup, you know, to be to be sitting within the cup, so we went under the TFOs, and we did all these things, you know, that very participating to the veil and it was great for us we were so passionate there was like really something like we didn't expect it was really so like a, such a good experience and uh, and then in the end you know I think it works for everything and they just I think they put that if you look at the PSG site now you just put the, the video with uh, what we did and uh, and all that so it's basically uh, it was good it's good for everybody I think you know and this is a good relationship and we try to be this way and here locally as well and do this thing so with Jerome now who's working here in the rep office we try to do things as well and uh, so hopefully it's going to go on this way and I, I've been fascinated with in a lot of ways in, for those of you who have listened to me over the years I've been fascinated with the business side of just or the in the growth of how this club went from what it was to where it is now and you guys are sort of in a perfect as a club sort of situation to address that. 2006 was not exactly prime years for Paris Saint-Germain. It, it wasn't the glory years. It wasn't. So just from where you guys were in 2006 to where we are now in 2019, just sort of talk about the difference in what you've seen in the growth and what you've seen in the fan support. Because I see it every day. I see people wearing PSG jerseys everywhere I go, more than I ever did. Like, it's I don't know if it's at the level of Liverpool and Barcelona at this point, but it's it's up there. And again, just want to get your guys' thoughts on the growth and how that sort of affected your feelings about the team. Well, it's put it this way: when we found the club, it was ready. People trying to find a place where we can watch the game together, you know, and that was not easy because you know, you know, the internet was scarce. We had to find the games and like illegally download the game, you know, and have our own computer. It was all like, you know, 
and we had just the game on one screen. USA was no division of the game, no broadcast of the game, you know, on the official channels, obviously. And that's what the bar was about. And the people that would come here, you know, either you can basically download the game on your own computer at home, or you can go go to uh, to the uh, former play, the former place, be there, do exactly the same thing, but instead of watching alone at home, you had 15 guys around you, and that's basically what we did. So I used to bring the computer over there, and we used to hook up the thing. And sometimes the streaming was so bad that the game would stop in the middle. And I remember one one example when it was like PSG, a Cup de France game, PSG against Gazelle Ajaccio. Uh, it was um, that uh, one of the players had to uh, from a corner he had a volley. So the corner kick. You know, and you see the player making a move of the volley and stop. And then two minutes later, we're about to, to reload the hole and we see it was one zero, one nothing. We score on that action, but we never saw it. And that was so funny, you know. So actually, the player was Kesmani, like you know, the guy that actually remember. I don't know if he's, he's the one that's like, you know, throw the jersey on the floor. But anyway, so it was for, for the little story. But anyway, so so this is what the fans we had at the beginning, okay? But then after that came more like I would say when Qatar comes and the more exposure basically and then you get the players that came, you know? So Verratti, Cavani and and, and obviously in play five with Neymar and Mbappe. So you have now a different kind of crowd that comes. Not only the fans that just want to watch the game and talk things but also Okay, it's good to show my new Neymar jersey. So they come here, they know if they're visiting from France, you know, it's a place, you know, uh, that I could check when I visit place. I go to the Ambassador building, so that by then after that, if I'm not going to visit the PSG game, I combine the two and go to the PSG game, you know? And just to make a point, we are right across from the Empire State building. <laughs> so that's the kind of people we have to. So it's changed a little bit, you know? And we have a little bit more international crowd also because now PSG Muslim World War, so we have more people that visit but usually you know they become more I would say on the marquee games you know Marseille or Lyon or the Champions League game you won't see them as much as doing like the games for like Ligue 1 you play Amiens okay you're gonna see only the core group we should try to recreate it here to for people like we have a core group it's called the Panam Hellfighters and it's the story behind it but basically it's called PHF we call it Chef PHF and in order to qualify for this look and to wear the special scarf that's not sold anywhere, basically what we do is that we spot a, a person that comes here on a regular time, a regular, almost every game, you know, and gets involved in the group. And a team member. As a team member. And then eventually, since we have two parties a year, one at the end of the year for like, you know, the holiday season and the end of the season party. So we usually give a scarf and this person is we make sure that he doesn't go to France in two or like three months after and stay here and it's part of like I would say it's our version of being like a cup after all for us in our cup in our group that's basically what we are it's like basically we know each other it's about 25 or 30 members that hold on scarf and those people we always show not all of them but you always have one of them that's going to show, show up in, a, in addition to that, um, so in 2006 when they created the club, I was not part of the of the PSG club in New York. But as a PSG fan, I, I saw the difference between before and now. Before, it was a club where we were singing "Un équipe à Paris," meaning the team for Paris in Paris. Before, because the PSG was struggling in the in the League One, that was hard to uh, to get to know the PSG. And if you were not a PSG fan, talking about PSG abroad was like probably. Speaking about 
something that you don't know or nobody knows. And with with the come of the Qataris on board, with the new marketing that they're trying to to implement, with the new players signing in the PSG, with all the new partnerships and activations they they made abroad for the past five ten years, actually the PSG is now a well-known brand. The partnership with Jordan is a good example. They are trying to expand the activity with like other other markets. And here, as you as you said, with my, with my friends in France, we call the people that are discovered lately soccer footix, because in 1998 footix was the mascot of the World Cup, right? So the footix are people that are just showing to the game because they love Neymar or they love Mbappe and they love these players. Yeah. And lately they became fan for Paris because Neymar joined recently Paris and so on. So it's part of the marketing. But everyone is welcome to join here. Yes. And we are more than happy to see everyone, old fans, new fans, really core fans from 1970. We have we have a guy that is here. Mm-hmm. He has been a core member of the PSG since 1973, 74. Right. So you see, like you have some friends that you can even they used to be like you know like you know they used to be like ticket holders in Parc de Prince before the Qataria, you know, and before and he got, they got to a member of a group that got dissolved because of the Le Proulx plan and all that, you know. So, and they come here and then they, they remember, you will still have like between the two older members of the crowds, you know, here, uh, you know, like still rivalry between Auteuil and Boulogne, it's friendly, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and here we welcome everybody. But it is, that was the, the fan base now, and now it's a little bit different. People came because Ibrahimovic, because of this, and the younger, and they follow PSG. Uh, and PSG now is more exposed, and they have more stars, and they like that too. And that's why they come as well as well to the game, you know. So it's uh, basically the, the fan base, you know, like all the guys like me, we've seen it all, I would say. Okay, we now had a bad, as we mentioned before, bad years, you know. I remember I was in the previous place where, you know, we qualified the last game almost of the season, you oh, know, yeah. in 2008. It was like, you know, almost, we almost went down to League Two at the time, you know. And then I was in the war and we had the multiplex between the last game and our game. And it was one day and the, you know, Jenny scored a goal. Okay, great. You know, that was like, happened, like we won the, I don't know, Champions League. We're so happy, you know. But, and, and it was a good experience. And I see, live with a few members at the time of the, of the, of the group that still come here. But, of course, you have also to, uh, to uh, basically uh, include other members, new people. It's part of the evolution of the club, you know. Some people are more involved now. They came after because they didn't, was not basically coming to the club. Some people, you know, we used to watch their games alone. And then because they came and here and discovered it's so much better to have to come here and share the game all together, sing the songs that they don't watch the game. And now if I watch a PSG game alone in my home, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited to get this going. we got about 20 minutes to kick off here, get PSG versus Bordeaux at the Parc des Princes. Um, before, we, uh, before we get down there to watch the game, I know that's what we're here for, um, favorite moment here at the Football Factory for you guys as fans of PSG? Well, my favorite moment was where we did uh, Thiago Silva's, uh, you know, uh, tied uh, Champions game. I think I think it was like, you know, uh, uh, tell, hey. tell that whole story for me. Uh, okay, so basically, we the previous previous year we also we lost against Chelsea with a Thiago or like you know the score in, uh, you know at Chelsea, and the fans got really crazy. The Chelsea fan and. They took our like a flag down. We all have basically big banners that represent the logo of the club. They took it down. The chef even took it down, step on it, and uh, and spit on it. 
it's uh, the spot on it actually and then it was not it was a bad feeling you know so when we came the second game the second confrontation in the champions league basically um, the first game we did like you know, one one in paris and the second game was so important uh, because we still had the shots you know and then when Thiago Silva scored ahead with the equalizer, you know, at 2-2 in extra time, for us, you know, it was all of a sudden such, uh, we, you know, the, 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 the Chelsea fans were so aggressive against us, you know, this, like, you know, all of a sudden we had the, we had the upper hand and we won the game, our group exploded and the ball, because of that, I actually forecasted that maybe some kind of a ruffle and shuffle, so there's some people between the two clubs just to separate but that was the greatest, one of the greatest experiences I have, I have seen here. I have experience here. My, my my best experience personally was the last game in the group stage this year in, the, in Champions League because Paris had to fight for the first place. They had to fight until the last minute for um, the qualification because prior to the game it was not done. It was not certain that Paris will go to the round of 16. And when the, the, the ref blow the whistle, actually it was a relief. We won the game, we finished first, and then we'll have a chance to play the round of 16. And the atmosphere was so tense during the game, and the happiness right after the, the end of the game was so great. That was really a great memory for me. How can PSG fans uh, find you guys and your club on any of the social medias that we have today? Well, I'll leave this to Yuri, is the media specialist. Guys, PSG Club New York, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but more live if you want to see us 6 west uh, 33rd street just across the street of the empire building so the bar is called legends and uh, we are watching the game in the basement which is called the football factory so follow us join us show up and as for the psg club new york or just no don't ask just listen we are here to sing absolutely wonderful we're about to go watch a game i'm uh having some fun here at uh, Football Factory. Um, so for PSG Talk, for Yuri and for Pierre, this has been uh, Mark Damon saying au revoir for now.
Oh, 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 oh,